Hey everybody, I'm Eric Arnault and this is Blank Cassette, the podcast that takes a closer look at your mixes to get the stories behind the songs. It's December, which means two things for music nerds, best of lists and holiday songs. And over the next three weeks, co-producer Ian Williams and I put together some episodes featuring both for you lovely people, starting with Ian's Best of 2017. Ian schooled me on a lot of sweet jams I missed from this past year, and we chatted about what the producer part of him appreciated from the year's music, uh, enjoying the past 12 months while recognizing how rough they were for a lot of people, and what he's looking forward to both musically and culturally in 2018. Ian's a really thoughtful guy with really deep tastes, which makes him an awesome co-producer, by the way, and I think you'll get a lot out of this episode. I know I did. Remember, if you have a mix you'd like to have featured on Blank Cassette, we'd love to hear from you. Just send an email with a track list and a brief description of why the mix exists to mixtape at nerdalogs.com, and we'll get back to you ASAP. We can't wait to hear from you. Now, as the holidays approach, I want to make sure to recognize and thank everyone again for their continued enjoyment of our show. We really appreciate the recent string of reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts especially. Uh, we really believe in this show, and we appreciate that you do too. Now, let's get to some tasty jams. All right, so you know what's going on. Who are you? What is this? Uh, my name is Ian Williams, and we're back. I guess the name of this playlist is just uh, My Best of 2017. Okay, I was gone for a minute, but I'm back now. Sit the fuck back down. Sit like everybody now, day Hollywood. I was like that now. I'm going to show you motherfuckers how to act now. I'm going to show them how to act. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show them how to act. Okay, now picture little Bobby just a younger run around with his man's hammer in his hand, feeling like a man. Run, motherfucker, run for the pole, pole, get the gun, put it to your brain like goddamn. Everybody know you ain't about it. Everything you talk about, 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 about I know I can live without it. Red light, stop, green light, go. Everything ain't what it seemed like, motherfucker, I know. Hold up, what you mean? Where you been? Bitch, I've been in. This is merely the beginning again. What you been living in? The box under the bridge, like Anthony Kiedis, looking for something to complete us and maybe lead us. Fucking elitists. Hell of a long way from equal to how they treat us. Body of a builder with the mind of a fetus. Turn on the television and see the vision they feed us. And I wish I could erase that face back. Everybody, people. Everybody bleed. Everybody needs some. Everybody love. Everybody know how it go. Everybody, people. Everybody bleed. Everybody needs some. Everybody love. Everybody know. I've been knocking dope down. How do you decide what makes the cut on this list? Is it musical only? Is there a biographical element to it? I think it's a little bit of like, there's a little bit personal, personal narrative. Uh, definitely like every one of these tracks, I think, is earworm worthy. Like they, I found myself singing or wanting to hear all of these songs, you know, multiple times in a row throughout the year at different points for different reasons. And then some of them are just like, these are songs that, for whatever reason, um, just didn't really pop in the way I thought they were going to pop, or at least people don't talk about them as much, so it's like, it's the best to me, so I want to give them some shine, so give them some credit. Everybody bleed, everybody needs some, everybody love, everybody know how it go, everybody people, everybody bleed, everybody needs some, everybody love. Here on Golf Radio. 
We did an episode about how you are a producer as well. Do any of these tracks speak to you like your producer brain? Uh, yeah. Uh, All About Me by Sid. Uh, Mask Off by Future for sure. Story of OJ. Like really, really any of the hip hop songs on here blow my mind because they're all, uh, I think, beats that I wish I would have made. I think as, as producer, sometimes you hear tracks and you're like, oh my God, I have no idea. Like my brain doesn't function that way, but I wish I could have made it. It's it's very different from hearing like a track. You're like, oh, I really appreciate this. This is dope. Uh, and I think you know whoever produced it did a crazy, crazy job. It's like a, a different level of like, ah, it's so good that I wish I made it. And like, 
all, yeah, pretty much all of these. Even the Thundercat ones. Like, I can't play an instrument, but like, I wish I could make a song that sounds as good as "Show You the Way." Like, ugh. Like Mask Off, I don't even really like Future that much, but that song was everywhere, and I, I, I hundred percent know that it was the quality of the beat and the way that he just put the words over it. What he was saying, content-wise, matters less to me than how it felt. Uh, all about me, just like. I'm not even a dancer, but it makes me want to choreograph. Like, I, I can see a music video in my head. Uh, and there's certain moves, like, I think it's the, the main synth melody that's going through. Like, the just feels like old video game, but, like, freshened up. And I can just see people, like, kind of pop-locking to it. So I'm like, damn it, that should be mine. I should own that. Uh, Story of OJ is just classic Nina Simone like cut up in a, just a very simple effective way that just feels right and then DNA of Kendrick Lamar is just it gets your blood boiling it's so exciting and then it switches up it gets even more aggressive at the end with I think that's a sample of, of uh, Rick James uh, like give me some ganja I don't know what song that's from but I definitely remember seeing like a, one of those videos on Facebook telling me that that's what the sample was. Some heart inside my DNA 
I just win again, then win again like Wimbledon I serve. Yeah, that's him again. The sound the engine in is like a bird. You see fireworks and coffee tire skirt, the boulevard. I know how you work, I know just who you are. See, use a use a use a bitch. What is your favorite album of the year? I'd probably give it to Kendrick Lamar because it was such a succinct album like the day it came out I remember I was doing spring break trips for my job with my students just like doing a bus tour across Indiana Ohio and like I had several hours to just listen to the album over and over again uh, while, while riding on this trip and I just listened to it straight through and to find an album like I haven't necessarily been the biggest Kendrick fan which people might give me a big hard time for but like this album was like wow you can play it straight through it's amazing um, the stories that are being told are really like concise. He's not like overdoing it on anything. The choruses are good. The production is fire. And then to get to the end, especially the last song, like Duckworth, where he tells just the craziest story about the guy who ends up, you know, being responsible for his major success, uh, Top Dog from Top Dog Entertainment, just a you know, record label he's on and why he's successful, almost being char like almost killing his father and like leading to the point where Kendrick Lamar would never exist because his father would have been dead before he was born. And that's an actual real story that he raps about. It's incredible. So I gotta give it to that album. Also, that album, the way it's structured is like it's got some really cool like music nerd teasers on there where at the beginning there is no beginning, if that makes any sense. You can play the album in terms of its playlist, how you released it straight through, or you could play it backwards, and it tells completely two different stories that are intertwined, and it's like, it's, yeah, I gotta give it to that. Send me your location, let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to come through Send me your location, let's ride the vibrations I don't need nothing else but you at times I wonder why I fool with you But this is new to me This is new to you Initially I didn't wanna fall for you Gather my attention It was all for you So don't take advantage Don't leave my heart damaged I understand that things go a little bit better When you plan it Oh, So won't you send me your location Let's focus on communicating I just need the time and place to come through Send me your location Let's find the vibrations I don't need nothing else The club isn't the best place to find the lovers So the bar is where I go Me and my friends at the table Doing shots, tripping fast and then we talk slow Come over and start up a conversation with just me And trust me, I'll give it a chance now Take my hand, stop it, find the man on the jukebox And then we 
we start to dance and I'm singing like girl you know I want your love your love was handmade for somebody like me come on now follow my lead I may be crazy don't mind me say boy let's not talk too much grab on my waist and put that body on me come on now follow my lead come come on now follow my lead Die Young, like, the, I don't really have a connection to the chorus so much as I, I recognize it as kind of, like, beautifully dark or, like, in a way, like, ominous, but also, like, joyous in, in a sort of a way. Uh, the, the idea that, um, you know, there's this rock star, I guess, that was planning to die young until, until they met someone they fell in love with and now they have to wait around for them. It's like, whoa, that, that's telling me a lot about how you see... And value your own life and like how you've been able to adjust the way you see your own life in relation to like finding someone you can actually love probably more than yourself that you're willing to like sacrifice whatever wild and reckless lifestyle that you plan to live and it was just really interesting Speak my brain. Yes, I know it might seem like I'm going to cry. 
You've been running around, running around, running around, throwing that dirt all on my name. Cause you knew that I knew that I knew that I'd call you up. You've been going around, going around, going around every party in LA. Cause you knew that I knew that I knew that I'd be at one. Oh. I know that dress is karma, perfume regret. You got me thinking about when you were mine. Oh. And now I'm all upon you, what you expect. But you're not coming home with me tonight. You just want attention. Uh, the ones that I had personal connections with. So, like, uh, the biggest one I would say would probably be um, the Charlie Puth, one of the more top 40 records. Uh, just just this, the narrative of that song, like, you know, someone just wanting your attention and uh, they clearly broke it off with you or they didn't really want you when they had a chance. And um, now, you know, you're on to bigger, better things and now they're trying to creep back into your life sort of a thing. Uh, just, like... Reminiscing of like old struggles that I no longer have anymore. So it's really interesting to hear this story and be like, yep, that's if I could write a song when I was dealing with this, that was this, you know, uh, emblematic of what that situation was like and have it be good. It would be this song. Let's talk a little bit about 
2017 for you personally? Like, how how was your year? Was it uh, obviously kind of a tough year for everybody? But how how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 2017 was like right gonna go down in history as one of the most like polarized, divisive, like aggressively violent, racist, sexist, uh, harassing, whatever you're gonna call it, years ever, but. For me personally, it was a really, really good year. And it's like a weird, a weird thing to wrestle with when I'm like, okay, so me as a person, like, yeah, 2017, let's keep it going to 2018. But in terms of the global scope of the world and especially our nation, it's been super rough. So like, uh, you know, I've I mean, been in a great relationship this entire year and like, uh, I'm doing great things at my job and we're doing this awesome podcast and I'm in grad school and that's going well. So like I live alone and I'm able to afford it. Like basically downtown Chicago, like all of these great things. But at the same time, I can't turn on the news or flip through Facebook without seeing someone in pain or someone victimized or someone, you know, oppressed and (laughs) a great majority of the country feeling like those things should actually happen to those people.
How are you feeling leaving 2017? Like, what are you looking forward to in 2018? Uh, the midterm elections, can I say that? Uh, and, and hoping that everyone that says they're going <coughs> to make their voice heard actually does, and that we get at least a little bit more parity in our current po political structure and climate. Um, but personally, in the next year, I'm, I'm looking forward to just getting a better hold on <laughs> my life and how busy it is. Uh, and trying to be more um, more productive in the ways that I was I don't feel like I was able to be this year. That being said, I think I succeeded at a lot of things, but um, I don't know. I, I, hoping to see just hoping to see a world where more reconciliation can be a thing too. I feel like right now, and understandably, <clears throat> there's a lot of different fingers being pointed in a lot of different ways and of a plethora of different issues but at some point i feel like we've we've all got to start talking to each other in a way that's uh a little bit more uh targeted towards like how do we get over these things and how do we like do better uh going forward as opposed to like here's what was done to me and you're it's your fault sort of a thing how about musically anything you especially want to see in 2018 new albums you're looking forward to or whatever I am super, you know, I couldn't get through an episode without mentioning Kanye. Uh, I am super interested to hear what's coming out of his camp. Um, it seems like, from what I've been able to read through, you know, seeing pictures of him uh, released and, like, hearing rumors from artists that he typically works with, seems like he's back to just his producer level. He's got that head on. He's apparently going to produce, like, 100% of, like, five or six different albums, like Pusha T, Sahai the Prince, a couple other people. He's just working with 100% to just just put out dope music. So I want to hear what that that's like. Uh, I just want to hear something exciting. I feel like in a lot of different areas and genres of music, we're kind of just hearing repeats of what's already been successful. Not that I need to hear the new great genre bending, whatever, but just something that's unique, feels genuine and heartfelt. Like that's that's why Kesha knocked me off my pants because I hadn't heard something an album that that was that heartfelt that genuine and also that good uh in quite some time so i'm just looking for more things like that
been listening to Blank Cassette, a proud member of the Nerdalogs family of podcasts. Blank Cassette is co-produced by Eric Arnaud and Ian Williams. Special acknowledgement to honorary granddaddy producer Gary Lucy. All the music you just heard has been presented for critical and historical purposes only. If you want to hear complete versions of the songs, check out our Spotify playlist for each episode or buy the songs through your favorite music retailer. Supporting the arts is the best. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week. See you next week.